This Psychic Spectrum Radio Show podcast is brought to you by the producers of SP3 CBD oils, designed to assist you with your health issues ranging from pain, carcinoma, fibromyalgia, diabetes, neuropathy, and so much more. Find out more information at 253-297-7074 or on their website, sp3cbd.info. Hello, and once again, welcome to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. This is Skip. And Sharon, Princess of Eatable Sprinkles and Anything Chocolate. And together we are the Psychic Spectrum, and we welcome you once again to our uh, it's show, called a show. It's called a show. show of fun, <laughs> merriment, laughter, seriousness, learning, teaching, and getting answers to questions that we you hope. have about your life. We hope. And normally we do a call-in show uh, along with topics that we talk about, and today we have a special guest with us. Um, it is Ed Kahoot, and Ed is a astrologer who has what I'm calling could possibly, quite possibly be a groundbreaking theory on astrology. And Ed says that his approach to astrology is not the normal it is what is to happen, what he thinks astrology will become in the next several generations. Really? Really. So, Ed, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's Ed, great to be here. And you are calling in from Idaho, correct? Yes, I am. You know, it's just like you're sitting right next to us. I know. It sounds so crystal it clear. It does. It's a good connection. It's great. Well, Ed, we'll... we're technology. I yeah. tell you. Well, Ed, stand by while we uh, give a little intro for our show here and tell people who we are and what we are. Um, Sharon and I have been married for 44 years, almost 45 in November. But who's counting? And we do parties and events. Uh, we have 15 events each month that we do for you to learn from and experience. Our website is psychicspectrum.com. And when we do that, now it's time for you to give your shout outs and say hi to people. We're not going to give calls at all today? Yeah, we're going to take calls in the last last section of the show. So they should know the phone number, right? Yeah, it's 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Okay. And you are going to talk to who? I'm, well, I'm just going to give shout-outs to the people mm -hmm. who are listening on podcasts as well as on the show today. Thank you all for taking time to listen. I'm glad you're having your your uh, mid-morning brownie and cup of coffee because that's what you should be doing at this time of day, or actually mid-afternoon, I guess, isn't it? It's 1 o'clock. Well, see, my day don't start till 10, so it's like an afternoon thing to me. But anyway, thank you so much. And know that if you can listen again on Saturday at noon, uh, Anne in Hawaii, aloha. Pam in West Virginia, hope you're doing well. Charles in Enumclaw, hope you're doing well. And Charles in Texas and Sylvia in Sumner. Yeah. As well as all the others that have contacted us this year. And, oh man, there's been a ton. Let's say <laughs> hi to Winter Ray because she always catches yes, us Winter on the Ray, podcast. Yes, Winter Ray, you always catch us on a podcast and we love you for that. So right now, though, we're going to take a short break and we're going to do some commercial uh, work here. And we're going to get back with our, our guest today, Ed Kahoot. And we'll talk to him about his uh, new and advanced, in my opinion, theory of astrology. Well, you know what I like about it? What? It's, it's commonly used. It's called Cosmos Biology or Symmetrical Astrology. Yes. And we're going to find out what those things are. We'll be right back. This is the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show on 1150 AM KKNW. 
Ginger's Pet Rescue is one of the largest nonprofit pet rescue organizations in Washington State, specializing in saving death row dogs. As of this airing, Ginger's Pet Rescue has saved well over 17,000 dogs. Go to the website and find an adoption event near you. You can also volunteer to help at events, or you can foster a dog until they can be adopted. Ginger's Pet Rescue is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and accepts your tax deductible donations. The website again is gingerspetrescue.org. Are you looking for a new home? Is it time to move? To get what you want in today's fast-paced real estate market, you need Ron Blood of Berkshire Hathaway. With decades of experience, he offers you the personalized service you need and deserve when shopping for a new home. Ron Blood is a real estate agent, and he has his finger on the pulse of Pacific Northwest's real estate market. From Vancouver to Blaine and from Wenatchee to Gig Harbor, Ron Blood will work tirelessly and get you into the ideal home that fits your needs your budget, and your dreams. And if you haven't been pre-qualified yet, Ron will help you get pre-qualified so you have a distinct advantage over other buyers. Ron Blood will help make your offer stand out. Whether you're looking for a place to raise your family, find your dream home, or even downsize so you can settle in for retirement, Ron Blood of Berkshire Hathaway is there to help you find it. Contact Ron Blood of Berkshire Hathaway at 206-660-2884. That's 206-660-2884. He's also on Facebook. Just look for Ron Blood of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Like that gentleman said, tell your friends, tell your enemies, just tell someone to tune into this show. Will you please? (laughs) Also, our our Psychic Spectrum uh, website, you know, we have a shop there too, so they can go there and check it out and see what they'd maybe like to see, like Sage or angels or any of that good stuff what's that website psychicspectrum.com uh-huh uh-huh and what's the phone number again two five three or four two five three seven three five five two seven or triple eight two nine eight five five six nine if you want to talk to our guest about astrology or if you want to call in later in the show and talk to us yeah i mean if they have any questions for uh for ed i mean i'm sure he'd gladly take them that's right yes so, um it's right now. It's that certain time oh, of the week is. that we've reached. It's Sharon's Joke of the Week. Eric. Yes, indeed. Did you know photons have mass? Yeah, that sounds uh-huh. about right. I didn't even know they were Catholic. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Having been raised as a Catholic, I, I like that one. <laughs> I want you to know, too, the man that created autocorrect has died. Restaurant in peace. Okay. (laughs) You want another one? Okay, one more. Okay, okay, okay. My therapist says I have a preoccupation with vengeance. Vengeance. We'll see about that. (laughs) All right, moving right along. (laughs) Let's get to our guest, Ed Cahoot. Ed Welcome to the show once again. and Thank you for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on. I'm going to give a little brief bio here that I have from you. Your interest in astrology began in 1996 during your Saturn return. Those out there that are listening who are into astrology will understand what that means, uh, what happens when you're in your uh, Saturn return. But um, your fields of interests are the study of combination midpoint harmonic theory. And that's a mouthful. So I'm going to let you uh, explain that today. But also, it's commonly called cosmobiology or symmetrical mm-hmm. astrology. 
and the study of historical and contemporary elective ritual astrology in politics and religion. It's a good thing you're not teaching that because you can't even say the words. Dude, you're giving me a headache and we haven't even (laughs) talked yet. (laughs) I lost you when you turned left at the bakery. I I have here that you have a BA in English and journalism from Western Illinois University. You're a freelance writer and you have published a small town newspaper in California. And it also says you are married and live in Hagerman, Idaho. Now, yes. before we started, your website is occursionmedia.com, correct? Yes. O-C-C-U-R-S-I-O-N-media.com. And what does exactly. that stand for? What does occursion uh, stand for? That's an excellent question. And I should say it's a work in progress right now. I'm uh, trying to find the time to actually build a decent website uh, for complicated stuff. Yeah, so there's I, some stuff on there now that I've accumulated over the years. You okay. can go check it out. But okay. an occursion is a it's an astronomical term for when things collide or when they are conjunct. Oh. Yeah. And it's a not it's not a used it's not a well known term anymore. I see. Which is why I've used it because most of the other good terms have already been used. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. And uh, like I wanted to use immersion media. But yeah. immersion media, someone got there first. So well, yeah, I kind of like this one. Now I Thank will, you. I You're do, welcome. I do have to say that Ed is calling in via Skype, and we're talking to him on that. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to make that clear, just in case you see, you hear that his voice flutters a little bit sometimes. Um, anyhow, Ed, I'm going to make a prediction. By the end of this show, you are going to draw a. You're going to help me draw a line between my conclusion that astronomy and astrology were all one way back in the days when the wise men used it to find Jesus. So, (laughs) so anyhow, let's, let's go from there. So tell us, tell us about cosmobiology, cosmobiology and symmetrical astrology. Yeah, sure. It has, it has kind of an an extensive history. Um, There was a fellow in Germany named, Alfred Witte, who started the Uranian school of astrology, where he started using these things called dials, and he would take a 360-degree wheel, you know how they, your chart has 360 mm-hmm. degrees, mm-hmm. and fold it once and then twice, and then you have, you're down to a 90-degree wheel. Mm-hmm. And that way, anything that's a square, of a square aspect, you know, the normal chart, would come up as a conjunction. Oh, and, I see how that works. I never knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also from there you can you can uh, you, you you still have planets that are around the wheel. So if you were to move a dial in the middle, and the first ones had like a bunch of parallel lines on it that went across the circle, you could sort of see which which combinations or which pairings of planets aligned with other pairings of planets. Mm-hmm. And these were things that would normally be missed in doing a standard astrology wheel up until that point. So it was why? highly revolutionary. At the why time. why yes. would they be missed? Uh, I think it's because the the notion of aspects in astrology. Oh. Okay. Which is really the best I think is the best part of astrology is aspect. Oh. Is an a, is an aspect is that defined as like a trine or a square or Exactly. Okay. Yes. So yeah, and so and because of the square aspect, it was kind of it's been realized as where a lot of the kinetic energy in a chart 
you know, it's where a lot of the stuff really plays out. Mm-hmm. Whereas mind aspect is much more, you know, just potential energy kind of sitting there. And I use these terms loosely. These aren't really a scientific uh, exactitude in my place. But, um, but this way, Witty can see, yeah, what's squaring each other. And then from there, if there was any kind of planets intersecting those squares, that you would, you, would, you would have a combination of planets that were all sort of in a circuit together. And that's the Uranian school in a, in a nutshell. Okay. I'm sure there's a million folks out there that would be like, no, there's more to it. But, and they're probably. But when you say all that, what does that mean I'm, when you look at it? I mean, what do you tell from that? I mean, I'm not astrology smart. Well, this is, <laughs> it, it gets, gets pretty complicated because if you take all the planets from sun, moon, all the way out to Pluto, and including the ascendant in the midheaven and the nodes, uh-huh. with 78 different possible pairings. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then from there, if you have a pair that's intercepted by another planet or another pairing, the, co- the number of combinations starts growing exponentially and, and you really have a lot of information on your hand that you have to wow. lead to. Yeah, I can so see that. So this is for the faint of heart. Yeah, this isn't something you're going to learn overnight. No, or... oh no. Astrology is a lifelong study in my book. It I mean, is. It's, it's a never-ending revelation yes. of, really? You are correct. <laughs> it's, a, it's something that really, yeah, it's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. So yeah. I, I like to say that to young astrologers that, uh, Get a lot of books, read up a lot, yeah. and mostly learn what learn what the planets mean. And and you, you know? can do a reading from what you just said. Yes, I find it to be much more accurate than just the standard fare of, well, your sun's in Gemini and your moon's in Pisces, so mm-hmm. uh, your parents were. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Hmm. Interesting. The salesperson, and and now you're you know a psychologist. Or it, it's you know yeah. there's a lot of. Vague, meaning and a lot of vague um, keywords and things like that, that that are in play with sun sign because there's just so much of it. Wow, and, that's cool. Yeah, but when we when we look at a planetary picture for a, a person and we see that there's a much more unique set of data for every person um, than, because let's face it, every day someone's born with whatever the sun, whatever the sun's in today and whatever the sign the moon is in. Mm-hmm. So, so, uh, the same base parameter set for that person or, wow. or not. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So how long yeah. do, does a reading take when you do a reading? Well, it takes me a while to prep. Uh-huh. I can't just, you know, of course we have computers now. We can go in and input the data. I don't have to draw a chart by hand. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but it does take me a while to go through all these things and spin the dial around and go through every possible midpoint wow. scenario. Wow. Uh, and I use it. I do, I do use a 45 degree dial, I should say, mm-hmm. even though the original guys were using 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. The later on, when cosmobiology came along, and which was basically developed by Reinhold Ebertson in Germany in mm-hmm. the 1930s, 40s, uh, he eventually settled on the 45 degree dial because that way you can see semi squares. And uh, but we found out later that it actually is a it, it's a way to see the 16th harmonic in basically in living color. Wow. And uh, I know you guys are you guys are intuitives, you're, you're psychic folks. You're dealing pretty much all the time in higher dimension of yeah. information coming down to you, you know. So, um, and that's what the when we see the 16th harmonic, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing these planets 
and how they pull down information from higher dimensions. I know this kind of might sound wacky. No. You know, but scientists, you know, the, the modern science is saying, hey, there might be 11 dimensions that we're, we're just, we only know about three of them. And, I was uh, going to say, so when you're talking about the harmonic things being brought down and stuff, it's all about dimensions, isn't it? It absolutely is. And yeah. the, higher, the higher and higher dimensions we encounter, yeah, you find them mathematically, of course. Sure. But the more and more complicated a mathematical equation is, the more energy it contains. Yeah. So really, yeah. in our, yeah, our three-dimensional reality, we're living in a, a sort of the low-level energy section of the universe you know yeah and well, we're we're we have, only yeah. babies we're only babies we are yeah we're a little <laughs> infant compared to what's really going on out there that's no, right true. yeah we have to grow so up that's why I think personally that the, the, the harmonics and dials really give us a sort of uh, uh insight into that that we wouldn't get just by throwing up a standard two-dimensional chart with with uh 12 sun signs around it and you know, we're not really seeing the true dynamics at play that are a person is basically an expression of in the universe. So does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even what you're doing, though, it, it all starts with that 12 astrological signs, right? Well, I think that the, the original reason for having a 12 sign zodiac goes way back, way before Jesus. Mm hmm. Uh, to the uh, back when the ancients looked up at the sky and were trying to make sense of it and started grouping stars into constellations and then creating like uh, iconography and pictographs and things like mm -hmm. that. And so none of them were of equal size. You had a, a wagon wheel over here. You had a, an eagle over here and stuff like that. But as the uh, Babylonians got more sophisticated in how they measured the cosmos, they uh, eventually decided that a 12-sign zodiac uh, would be mathematically uh, kosher to use, I guess we'd say, because oh, it would I help see. them do calculations so much easier. Yeah. Okay. And so that kind of started, yeah, maybe about in the 5th century, 6th century BCE, and right after the actual age. And then you have that kind of astrology being exported across the world, into India, mm -hmm. and Malayas, and into... Europe and the, the Greeks and eventually the now the Romans and, and they then, didn't really they, kind of, they took the signs way more seriously than um, the the Babylonians did and read a lot more into the sign. Ah. So in my in my historical understanding of the evolution of astrology, signs were you know uh, left over from omen you know predictions and things like that from. Mm. Uh, Pre-Babylonian okay. was used, and then when astrology became more of a mathematical science, they they had less importance. But then when our, like the the Greeks came along and they said, "Oh, we have all these signs; we have to make meaning for them." And oh, and, I got uh, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I my personal view, is, and I know this ruffles a lot of feathers because there's a lot of folks in astrology that make money off of doing sun sign power, and I think that's there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion. I think that's an excellent idea. It keeps people's interest in astrology going, uh, which I don't think is a bad thing, no. even though guys like Sagan might think that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah no. But, you know, but it's a basic kind of level. I mean, we're really just dealing with kind of a one harmonic world at that point, you know, a yeah. very simple, a 
basic thing. And we're really saying, well, you were born at a time when the sun was about this far away from the first day of summer or the first day of fall. And so we're not really, uh, it's a much more vague and it's not a very precise. Human beings, in my opinion, <laughs> are complicated creatures. There's, uh, you know, we're not. Uh, well, especially, yeah, we especially women, Ed. <laughs> All right. You know what? Especially <laughs> women, especially women. We're going to use that as our cue to take a quick break. Okay. This is the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Our website is psychicspectrum.com. We are talking with Ed Kohut from Hagerman, Idaho, who is an astrology uh, practitioner extraordinaire. And when we come back, we're going to talk about his new, what I call groundbreaking theory on how to look at uh, and use astrology. So this is Psychic Spectrum Radio Show, and we will be right back. Since 1933, the Poodle Dog has been Fife's original landmark restaurant. More than 80 years later, the Poodle Dog is proud to continue the tradition of serving great food to their neighbors and friends. We invite you to come visit this iconic family-owned diner and enjoy their famous food and legendary service. The Poodle Dog offers a large variety of tasty meals, snacks, and desserts that are all professionally made in their own kitchens, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And the Poodle Dog Lounge offers a fun atmosphere with plenty of televisions to watch your favorite sporting events or just relax with friends. The Poodle Dog has three different banquet rooms that seat from 20 to 150 people for business meetings or for private events and celebrations. The Poodle Dog is the perfect place for your next event. That's exit 137 on I-5 at 1522 54th Avenue East in Fife. Open daily from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week. Check out PoodleDogRestaurant.com or call 253-922-6161. That's 253-922-6161 for the Poodle Dog Restaurant in Fife. Have you heard about the Psychic Showcase? It's a weekly event that has some of the world's best-known speakers on almost every topic in the metaphysical. It's been going on every Wednesday evening at the same location for nine years. When you attend, you'll learn about psychic ability, ghosts, UFOs, angels, mediumship, astrology, ghost hunts, Sasquatch, and so much more. There's a complete panel of psychics, astrologers, healers, and other modalities. Everyone who attends gets a free psychometry reading from a member of the panel, and you can have a private reading before or after the program. Join Sharon and Skip every Wednesday evening at Fife's Poodle Dog Restaurant for the Psychic Spectrum's Psychic Showcase. You'll find like-minded people who are interested in having fun, learning, and experiencing the premier psychic showcase in the Pacific Northwest. Admission is just $8 per person at the door, and dinner and desserts are available from the menu. You can find out more information about the Psychic Spectrum's events at PsychicSpectrum.com. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, welcome back to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. This is Skip. And, and Sharon on KKNW eleven fifty AM. And our website. Don't be afraid to call in, even though we're talking to this wonderful man here. Our website is psychicspectrum.com. You're the, interrupting the num- my interrupting. The number to call in is four two five three seven three five five two seven. And we're talking with Ed Kahoot, who is in Idaho. Did you see that, Eric? He interrupted my interrupting. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> and we're talking with Ed about uh, astrology. And I'm going to get right into his, what I call, groundbreaking theory. 
something that I think needs to be looked at. Um, I always like freshness or new ideas, um, and we'll see what it involves. So, Ed, tell us about, well, actually, <laughs> let me start out this. Let me tell our listeners yeah. how we met. I was on okay. Facebook, and I saw a post from this guy named Ed Cahoot, and it was about astrology. And I'm not into astrology. I understand it, and I like getting my reports just as much as everybody else. But what you posted was like, wow, that looks interesting. I want to find out more. So I joined the group, and you accepted me into the group. And your post was about looking beyond the zodiac. That's the words I remember uh, to use astrology. Can you explain that to people? Yeah, I think, well, I kind of touched on it earlier, maybe, um, that the Zodiac is a, it's an old model of what the ancients thought the heavens were composed of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know differently now, and there's no no point in denying this anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, we know the ancients used to think that the fixed stars, in other words, all the stars you see that aren't planets, yes. the, the you know, the thousands and thousands of them, were actually all the same distance away from the Earth as you know, as each other, mm-hmm. and we're stuck on a giant like ball that we were inside of, and this ball is like rotating, this, you know, the sphere is like rotating around the earth, and beyond that sphere is where the gods lived and did what they were, you know, and that's not their- true. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're bursting my bubble. <laughs> well, it's kind of true in the sense, Jerome, that. <laughs> We, we talk about the higher dimensions thing. It, 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 it was kind of maybe their intuitive sense of what, what higher dimensions are composed oh, of. You know, okay. That way, right? Because <laughs> we couldn't see, they, they couldn't see these gods, but they knew they were there because of the constellations. Gotcha. That when planets were moving in front of certain constellations, it feared that certain things would happen. And thus you had a, a, a sort of omen literature built up. I got you. Uh, yeah. So, um, and so I think we need to, what we need to do is sit back and reassess what's going on um, in, in the cosmos, with, especially in our local. Yeah. I'm sorry, with, with the stars and the whatever beyond our galaxy, correct? Yeah, but, but, our 12 planets. What made him even think that and get into that? I mean, what made him think about going further than just the typical astrology? I don't know. I don't know I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, it's it's me sitting around contemplating things over mm. and over mm. until I until things made sense inside, you know, like um, because astrology teaches a certain way of things. Like it's sort of like a test game. Well, you have this piece here and this piece here and yes. it's on this this one's on this square. And we read we take all that and we read it. And it's like this gallery of symbolism that you have to interpret yes. Whereas I feel. And I think that. I can, I've even had, you know, PhD type astronomers go, hmm, that we're actually living in this gigantic dyno, dynamo, mm-hmm. you know, a dynamic system. When I say dynamo, it's like a motor, mm-hmm. an engine running, okay? And there's all this energy, energy is being whipped around. We don't feel it, right? We don't feel the earth moving under our feet, but we know we're on this gigantic ball that's spinning around and there's all this turbulence inside. Uh, and it's the same way in the rest of the cosmos. Even though these planets are really far away, relatively they're very close compared to the rest of the cosmos. Mm-hmm. True. You know, 
there are, there are these giant balls of churning mass that are emitting far more energy into the system. And this is a proven mathematical fact that like mm-hmm. Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune actually emit far more energy into the system than they can possibly be emitting just by their own cooling down from their formation. Well, Makes you know, sense. Okay. You know have you ever heard the, the recordings of the sounds of planets? Yes, I have. Yeah, each one. I mean, that's an energy. The sound it come, it, that they measure in an energy or look at it in an in energy form is it's an energy. And I mean, that's just proof of what you're saying. Exactly. And it's a vibratory, like it's a part of the entropy of it all. That And, and so when we talk about combinations and these things called midpoint, if I can jump ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, that music that's coming out of those giant spheres are colliding at some point and trying to work themselves out. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're trying to find a balance. And so let's so for instance, we have like say Jupiter and Saturn, two giant gaseous walls of mm-hmm. energy. Okay. And they're throwing out all this energy and that's colliding at some point. Um, Is and the, it's working it, I don't mean to well, I do mean to interrupt because I gotta make a point here. Um, is yeah. the energy that they're throwing out, is it pertaining at all to what each of those planets represented? Yes. Okay. And I think that that was the original genius of of the early, early astrologers, is that okay. they could see that certain planets had certain connections with different kinds of behaviors and happenings on, on Earth. I got you. Okay. I'm sorry I interrupted yeah. you, but I need a clarification. Right. Now, I know you're, if you said you're Catholic, and I know that the, the religious ideal is that we human beings are these special sacred creatures that are here by God's grace, and we really have no connection to the rest of the cosmos. Right. Yes. Well, let me correct you, though. I was yeah. raised Catholic. Okay. I'm no longer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't consider myself one now, but go ahead. No problem. And I'm an ex Lutheran, too. Just, okay. So we have, we're, we're kind of like twins. But yeah, so, and, but the way astrology sees it as we are a part and an expression of the entire cosmos. We're made out of the same stuff as the rest of the cosmos. The electricity that runs through us is the same thing you find anywhere else in the cosmos. Obviously, not a certain voltages but and and so it's we're kind of a natural expression of what the local solar system wants to have happen you know i don't know if that makes any sense but you know absolutely we're not i don't i don't i'm not i'm kind of an atheist but i don't believe in the atheist thing like well we're just an accident no we're not an accident we're a purposeful manifestation of the matter and energy around us okay let me go off on a limb here so if, yes. if there's aliens, and I believe there yeah. are, so aliens would come from different planets. So would the aliens be vibrating at the planet they're from's vi- vibration, like we would vibrate from the Earth's vi- vibration? I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. Interesting. We are all uh, prisoners, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not the right word. Subject to hmm. the, the blue that we're in, you know. And so, if we... Yeah. So if, if we were to become, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah. If, if we were to become aliens someday and visit some other star system, uh-huh. um, and sort of carry with us the, the resonance from our own solar system, they might look at us as like completely insane. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Right. Truly, because their energy may not mesh with our energy, so we would have to find a common ground. Right, and it would all depend on the makeup of the energetics of their own system that they're yep. from. 
Okay. Let me let me throw something into this mix. That's kind of cool thinking, actually. Theoretically, this is all theoretical. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But I believe that we are all we are all energy, but in a physical form. And so Mm -hmm. wherever you go in our physical existence, whether it's six stars away or three hundred and seventy-five million light year stars away. It's physical for us when we get there and we experience whatever we're experiencing because they're in a physical also. That's why we're all in a physical universe. And I, I, I believe that it all affects everything, like you were saying, mm-hmm. Ed. And Makes sense. But it affects us wherever we're at in, in whatever form it affects us as. So are you saying your physical being would take on the vibrations of wherever you are? I think so. I would think so. For time, we would evolve to that. Well, that yeah, way. I guess uh-huh. you're right. Or devolve, yeah. depending. <laughs> Evolution's a long game, right? We all know yeah. that, you know, we we didn't just pop up as human beings one afternoon because some sky spirit decided this. We know that there's been a long billion years uh, effort, you know, or, or mm-hmm. sequence of that, that's happened here. Mm-hmm. And that whole time, all those same planets have been whirling around the sun. Exactly. And their pattern, yep. and our, our solar system is actually very stable. I mean, all the, the major perturbations of gravity have been worked out. Uh, we know where every planet and every planet's moons even are going to be hundreds of years in the future to, to a, a serious degree of accuracy, you know, because of the way that we've been able to precisely measure it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, thus, I guess that's a good yeah, thing. It is for us because we're, now that we're conscious of ourselves and our own mortality um it's good that we don't have a lot of really awful things going on in the cosmos all the time yeah (laughs) colliding in the sky and you know because it would probably be a much more stressful existence yeah exactly let's take a let's let's stop right here for take a break um we have a shorter announcement we're going to make and then we will be right back this is a psychic spectrum radio show our website is psychicspectrum.com we are talking via Skype with Ed Kahoot in Idaho, who is an astrologer with a thought-leading and thought-provoking approach to astrology. And we will be it's right different. back after this message. Is someone waiting to speak with you from the other side? Are you trying to reconnect with them? If so, you have that ability right now. The Psychic Spectrum's Talking to the Other Side presents evidential mediums Sharon and Skip Lingame. On the first Saturday of each month, Skip and Sharon spend four full hours talking with those who have passed on. Everyone who attends gets a message from Sharon and Skip. They also tell you things they psychically pick up about you, kind of like a psychic reading. Their messages are often based upon the energy that the audience brings with them. It assists Sharon and Skip in transmitting messages of love, memories, and thoughts, along with evidential details that you can recognize. And this helps prove that their existence and love for you never dies. You may come or go at any time during the event. The doors open at 5 p.m. and the program starts at 6 p.m. Admission is $30 per person at the door and dinner and desserts are available from the menu. You can find out more about the Psychic Spectrum's events at PsychicSpectrum.com. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. Here we are back on 1150 AM KKNW, the Psychic Spectrum radio show. And if you want to know anything about the Psychic Spectrum, you can always go to our website, PsychicSpectrum.com, and find all the information you need to know because there is an event coming up this Saturday, Talking to the Other Side, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later. So 
if you're interested in that kind of thing, make sure you check us out. All right. And we're talking with astrologer Ed Kahoot, who is in Idaho. And like I said earlier, a thought-provoking, uh, leading theory that I think is going to become more mainstream as time goes on. I don't know if people are going to think we're in cahoots. <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard that before, have you, Ed? I'm sorry. I had to throw that in. I had to throw that in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay, Ed, back to our discussion here. Quick question. Mm-hmm. How do you, when you do a, a chart or on somebody or some place or whatever you're doing, how do you approach this? I know how, I know, and I'm pretty sure most people know that you, there's a lot of people who read it out of the ephemeris, a lot of people who figure it out on the computer with the programs that are out there that are, are pretty good. And they look at the sun and the moon and the aspects. But how do you incorporate the cosmos into this? Well, I don't really incorporate the, the entire cosmos because I think that the uh, we're just concerned with the solar system, basically. Yeah. Oh. Okay, <clears throat> so everything from the sun out to the trans-Neptunian planets, which have not, other than Pluto, really haven't been studied mm-hmm. uh, in depth. But because uh, that's, you know, we're... This is. There are the reasons why we're kind of here. You might say that in in a generalization. So the way I would look at that when I do a chart, the way I approach it, is I see the person as also a reflection of these hyperdimensional energy. You know, and that they are. You know, if we look at our brain, it's kind of built actually in a way to receive signals from outside of time and and space and stuff like that. So. Uh, we are a much more dynamic force than, you know, just a bunch of moist robots as, <laughs> um, you know, a non- that makes a, sense. Yeah. That we are, uh, that we're, we're also of a dynamic too. So what I'm, what I'm comparing is the dynamic of a person, um, you know, this kind of glorified machine to the machine, the mechanics of the solar system and the cycle that are going on because, and, you know, over all these billions of years, all life on this planet has settled into being subject to these various cycles. Because if astrology is anything, it's the study of the cycles of the planet, okay? Mm-hmm. And, how they, and how they interact or, you know, are causal or whatever with the cycles of what we do on this planet. You know, the, the word I like to use is synchrony, not synchronistic, right. or not synchronicity, but synchrony. In other words, we're in tune with all of this just by the nature of the fact that we've been in it for so long that we can't not be. You know? mm, that makes uh, sense. True. true. Yeah, right. And so that's that's how I go about it. Um, it's harder for me to look at myself that way. Of course, that's why we all need other astrologers to exactly. do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fact, I can't I can't read for myself either. You can't. It's yeah, it's nearly impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, you might get insight here and there and like, oh, you know. But, yeah. um, it's always good to have that other professional opinion and uh and so that's why i I truly i'm really glad that we got to talk on this kind of a show because i truly believe that every human being has some level of intuitive yes i totally agree yeah so some people are just really 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 good at it Mm -hmm. and i really yeah that no you're absolutely right but also certain people resonate towards energy work like reiki or Mm -hmm. whatever uh, form they use, mm-hmm. or some people resonate towards astrology mm-hmm. because it's 
Uh, believe our me, numerology. I hear some people talk, and it's like, okay, I kind of understand what they're saying about astrology. But I listen to you, and I understand what you're saying a lot. But because okay. it, it kind of it, you you say it in a way that resonates with me. But I also you mean I'm, he's uh, talking in simple terms. <laughs> no, he's, he's saying it very well. And but I also I don't have a clue what to do with it. But I do. It does resonate with me. And so everybody has their forte. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason why we formed the, the psychic spectrum was to teach the entire spectrum in the metaphysical world. So on the white and, side. and your astrology is part of it. And I'm glad that your theory on astrology helps explain it even further to people, mm-hmm. whether they understand or thought, not. Yeah, I really and I, I push a lot of astrologers I, I, online mostly because that's how I interact with most astrologers mm-hmm. to really rethink what we're what we're all doing. Yeah. Uh, you know that there's this there's this kind of attitude out there in astrology. It's true believerism that the ancients were perfect. And they knew everything, and they gave <laughs> yeah. us signs and, and lunar mansions and everything by divine wisdom, and it's been passed down to us. And what are, you know, who are we to question it? And I'm like, hey, wait a second, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, we're here to question it because we're, we're we're evolving, you know, and we're just like we don't uh, like I tell people, uh, do you really believe in sun signs that much? Well, why don't you hire a barber to bleed you when you have a sign <laughs> the your moon is in? Yeah, and they know where to prick you, and you know, is that is that a well? No, I don't want to do that. Oh, of course not. No well, one does that. That would be better than leeches. <laughs> I don't I, know. I, I wouldn't want leeches on me. Well, bleeding—that's the thing. Like ble- leeches are actually a treatment in some. Yes, they are. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're, I believe they're that's a valid how. Treatment um, in some that's cultures. how George Washington died. I believe. They overleached him. I, yeah, he, he was overleached. Well, that's how a lot of men die when they're married. (laughs) (laughs) 44 Uh, years. Oh, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, I may uh, have to use that. But if that's the the cycle of Uranus, it's just a little under 84 (laughs) years. Longer than Uranus is half of the orbit. That's, uh, you know, right there. So that's the real deal. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's smooth sailing from here on out. Okay. Yeah. So, So if I got a reading from you, Versus getting a reading from a quote-unquote astrologer. What is the difference going to be that I would find? The difference is, is that I, would, I break it down in a different way. Okay. And I, and I go about things in a different manner. And I think that's on my, my Facebook page as well. Okay. Is that I look at planets as yin and yang parent. Some of them different. You know, some of them have that. Like the sun and the moon. We know are basically opposite principles. The sun's giving off light. The moon reflects it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Venus and Mars. We all know about the book. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Right? Yes. Venus and Mars represent these opposite principles that have to find a, a sort of meshing in, in a human being. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have testosterone and progesterone. Some of us just have more one or the other. Yes. Uh, thing with Jupiter and Saturn. Jupiter is very expansive, very giving. Mm-hmm. Saturn is very taking away, and lots of lessons. You yeah. know. Yep. And uh, also, the last pair would be Uranus and Neptune. Whereas Uranus is about uh, in your face right now. I'm right on top of this. There's something happening. And Neptune is just like, Woo, who knows what's going on? It's like the <laughs> planet of, uh, you know, so it, it, uh, yeah. And yeah. when yeah. I look at it that way, I try to, those are the first, I, well, of course, I first, my, the first thing I do with it part of it, I just look at the basic, see what's going on, mm-hmm. the plan, and then 
okay, I can't I get a sense of it then. But when we go into the dial work and I start to spin the dial around, uh, I go through all those midpoints I just mentioned. <clears throat> and then when I, mm-hmm. I just click on the chart, I save it as a, a file, uh, like a graphic file, uh-huh. and I accumulate a folder. And so, of course, uh, when I actually do the reading, I send someone a folder with all these dials in it. And they're oh, like, oh, wow. my God. <laughs> so I, well, we'll take it. We'll take it one by one and yeah. I go through them wow. one by one you get a feel of what is going on with the person now obviously you can't just do one chart for a person and say well that's their whole thing because they had mothers and fathers and those mothers and fathers had charts and their grandfathers and they had other people who were influential in their life that had a chart that interacted with their chart and maybe yeah. enhanced some things and but you know but we can get a good basic idea of where these persons the person's basic um character is wow. and what we're doing. Yeah. So that so, sounds fine. very involved. Very involved. Very involved. And you know fascinating but involved. Seriously, Ed, yes. <laughs> you know, Ed, one thing that really talked me into joining the your Facebook group um mm-hmm. was that not what so it was what you said, but not so much what you said. It was all these astrologers that you know coming out of the woodwork and saying, I don't know if I could do, agree mm-hmm. with that and blah, 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 and this and that. It's like you kind of shook up the, the, the known universe there, you know, and, and that's what I like is I like different and honest. And, and so, I mean, that was great. So I have an exact conjunction of Mars and Uranus in my own birth chart. So I'm just here to cause trouble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question so. About- Let's do let's do oh, this. Let's tell funny. people while we have time. I got about two minutes left. How can they find you on Facebook? Tell them how to spell your name. Yeah, my my last name is spelled K O H O U T, and I just use my shortened first name Ed, so Ed Kahoot. Okay. Okay. And uh, I'm uh, I think I have it. I'm astrologer listed somewhere on there. Yep, you uh, do. And and, uh, and his website is. Oh, oh, website is. Oh, go ahead. Persian Media. Dot com, mm-hmm. O-C-C-U-R-S-I-O-N-M-E-D-I-A dot com. And how about or you can just, oh, email? Yeah. Oh, email, yeah. Email, too. Yes, my email is uh, ed at edkohout dot com. Ed at edkohout.com. And I'm sure those places will show his prices and what he charges and how to get a hold of them and yes. how to get a reading. I, I that so sounds... too. I've been trying to revamp my site, and I haven't taken on a lot of personal work recently because I just moved to Idaho two years ago. Ah. Kind it's of beautiful in a there. Out up here kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's beautiful yeah. there. You know, I know, I, I know what you're saying about a website because I do our own website, and I'm telling you, sometimes it can be... Overwhelming. overwhelming yes but but yeah yeah but For they can sure. always look at what you're talking about what's current on facebook and get a hold of you through mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. so they can do that yeah. yes i have some bid point work on the website i have a bunch of other stuff there and i'm, I'm interested in other lore and cool uh, things that have gone on in the past and uh as well but uh yeah but if anyone has a question about their personal chart contact me on facebook send me an instant message or you know, friend me first. I think you have to friend someone now first. Yeah, I yeah. think you do too, yeah. And, yeah. you know, Ed, this show goes all around the world via the Internet and uh, podcasts and everything else. We have people call in from back east, from down south, um, and locally, and we've had people from Canada. But I have to say this, that this is for our local listeners. Tomorrow night, 
you're going to be in person with us Not in via person. via Skype on the big screen. <laughs> On the big screen and at our psychic showcase in Fife at the Poodle Dog. And if people want to see you more and see what you look like, listen to you, and if they have questions or want to talk, you can. Uh, they can go to uh, psychicspectrum.com and find out more about tomorrow night's event. Mm-hmm, look and under showcase. Ed is going to be our guest there, and we're looking forward to it, Ed. I'm looking forward to it, too. I'm really excited uh, to talk to everybody. Oh, and, that's going to be uh, fun. I love I could talk about this for days at a time. <laughs> You're an astrologer. <laughs> well, it's his passion. It's, it's your passion. And you're trying to teach yeah. to make people think instead of just assume. Yes. Yeah. I, we got to keep moving forward. Astrology yeah. has oh, to yeah. evolve. I know. I if, if, if you hadn't yeah, moved forward, I'd still be drinking in a you know beer in one of those beer dresses. And all <sighs> these stone people would be back there. And no fun. Right. No fun. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's unfolding. So, yeah. So, Ed, thank you, guys. I appreciate so, the time. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for being on the show with us today. And I look forward to tomorrow night and talking. Now that we know our your Skype connection works, uh, we shouldn't have any trouble with our Skype connection, no, and we, we should shouldn't. be okay. Let's hope. It was very <laughs> nice be- meeting you, Ed, and, and uh, like I say, I enjoy your sense of humor. Okay. If, <laughs> you're, yours too. if you're ever <laughs> over in Seattle, give us a call, and we'll meet up with you and have coffee or something. Oh, that'd be great. All right. I would love to do that. Thanks. Thanks again, Ed, for meeting with us. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Okay, guys. All All right. right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. All right. This is the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Our website is psychicspectrum.com, and you can find out more about our event tomorrow night on that website at psychicspectrum.com. You can come and see Ed in person. I'm sure he'll take questions from you. Um, we put him up on the big screen via Skype, and he can see you, and you can see them, him, and uh, just talk about astrology or ask questions or whatever you want to do. So and that starts at 6 p.m. The doors open at 4.30, but go to PsychicSpectrum.com. So, got one more break. Got one more break. What do we have a break for? We don't have any more breaks. We breaked out. We broke out? <laughs> we're broken. And we oh, didn't even we're have <laughs> we didn't even have a snack chat today. That's right. Well, we still got a few minutes. Uh, so I did have Charles sent me some cinnamon rolls from Texas. Oh, I had my last cool. one today. They were really and good. You didn't bring any in? No, I well I tried. I tried, Eric, but she, you know She did not. She ate them all. <laughs> I got two and she ate the rest. I want you to know I thought about I don't it. Blame her. <laughs> all right. Well that's good. <laughs> we, we gotta do skip Skip's corner. Skip's corner. All right. Okay, here we go, Eric. All right, first grade question. Oh, who invented the light bulb? Thomas Edison. No, uh, there was a pause there, though, wasn't there? <laughs> You're right. Well, I was wondering if it was going to be a trick. Well, that's what I was like, trying to figure out. Normally he has these little riddles, yeah. you know. Second yeah. grade question. What are the Ten Amendments to the Constitution called? The, the Commandments. Of- the Ten Commandments. No. The, the Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> Second grade here. Are we talking about the Bill of Rights? Absolutely. Oh, ding, God. ding, ding. Good one. Hey, I've been sick. What was the last? This was fifth grade. What was the name? I'm of, never answering another question. What, <laughs> what was the name of the last queen of France? Last queen Ma'am. of France. Ma'am. <laughs> queen Highness. of France. There was no queen of France. Sure there was. Let um, them eat cake. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, Marie Antoinette. Yeah, that's Marie Antoinette. She it. was a queen? I didn't know that. Okay, how about in literature, first grade? What type of word should be capitalized? Nouns. Close. Pronouns. Proper <laughs> Proper I know name. it was a P down. I know that. How about fourth grade literature? A story conveying a moral lesson is called what? A moral. Fable. A fable. Yeah, good one. <laughs> I don't like you, Eric. <laughs> 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 All right, real quick here. We got yes, some, you do. We got some <laughs> Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Um, how many continents are there? Three. <laughs> Three. <laughs> North America, South America, and Europe. Latin America. Eurasia. Right? <laughs> Eurasia. That's a continent. How, so how many are there? Four. It's seven. Yeah. That's first seven, grade. Seven first grade <laughs> geography. You got. That's because you got, I missed kindergarten. I got a. You got, I, I was left behind. You got I was your, just. I was uh, trying to think of what the third one that she <laughs> was thinking there of. There was South America, South America North, North America, and Eurasia. And yeah. Eurasia. That's yeah. three. I, well, what's the other four? Well, there's Africa, there's Antarctica, there's Australia. Okay, there are those. <laughs> All right. Let's see. I didn't say I was the sharpest. Okay. What three countries Blame are located in North America? I'm sorry, what? What three countries are located in North America? You've got Canada, you've got the United States, you've got Mexico. Bingo. Man. I'm glad I ate your cinnamon roll. <laughs> What's the biggest organ in the human body? That would be our skin. Yeah. Nope. Huh? Oh, I thought that one. Liver. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? You think there's more liver than skin? Well, I knew it wasn't brain. For me, <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> Is it skin and... Okay. I thought skin was let's, the organ. Let's do yeah, one I thought more. so, too. Oh. But, but, hey, we don't, yeah. if he says liver, we're going to go with liver. We're out of time. <laughs> He's the judge. We're out of time. <laughs> Listen, our people out there listening to us, if you like to hear certain guests on our show, let us know. Contact us, uh, psychicspectrum.com on our contact us page. And as you all just found out, I'm one book short of a library. That's right. And Ginger's <laughs> Pet Rescue is our main sponsor on our show. Ginger's having her... Adoption event this weekend at the Fred Meyer store in Renton at 178th and 108th Southeast. There's over 50 dogs. No, Go, 40. No, over 50, she oh, told really? me. Go oh. and find your next best friend. And uh, if you mention the Psychic Spectrum, you get $100 off. And she's looking for volunteers oh, yeah. and people to foster dogs until They're... they can to just take them home and feed them and care for them until they, them. they can get them adopted. Yeah. And also... Um, they need them desperately. Yes, very desperately. Yeah, uh, you know this lady saved over eighteen thousand death row dogs. Yep, and she needs help. It's growing. She's bringing yeah. them from all over the world and finding homes for them before yeah. they get put to sleep or chopped up. And I hate to say this on public radio, but chopped up for dinner somewhere. You just said it. So, well, it's, I need to make a point, but I have a real quick answer. If it's another question, I'm going to pass to Eric. Oh, there's our music. It's our music. It's time. Well, you know what that means. Time to take the week off and be back next Tuesday. And like I always say, it's a wonderful world. Love you, Daddy.